Welcome to the Gospel for Life. We have four Treasure Valley pastors committed to showing that the gospel is not just for that religious part of your life, but rather it's for all of life. You never graduate from the gospel. I'm Josh Bales, pastor of the Well Church, here with Russell Herman, pastor at Cloverdale United Reformed Church, Phil Moran, pastor at Christ Presbyterian Church, and Jonathan Van Hoogen, pastor at Spring United Reformed Church. Now, if you'd like to find out more about us or catch past broadcasts or get information about our annual conference, you can find us at ReformationVoice.com. All right, welcome back to the show. We have been going over a mini-series on uh, the means of grace or the spiritual disciplines the last few days. We've looked at Bible study. We've looked at prayer. We've looked at uh, the Lord's Day worship. We've looked at service yesterday, and now today we are looking at this topic of stewardship. Stewardship. What does it mean to be a steward? Here's how 1828 Dictionary defines a steward. A steward is a man employed in great families to manage the domestic concerns, superintend, superintend the other servants, collect the rents or income, keep the accounts. So maybe to put that in our in our current language, is that a steward works for the sake of another, managing the accounts of the master. Is that is that a – do you want to add to that? Is there something better? <laughs> you're shaking your head like you're disgusted with what I just said. <laughs> there, is a, there is a sense, um, you know, the, this is – you know, we talk about economics. It, it comes from the word – Oikos house, uh, it's a basically a house manager. Right, it's somebody that manages a ha- the household affairs. Right, so being a steward, uh, you know, we we often associate this only with money, as uh, Paul was saying off our air. But stewardship, uh, you know, is means you know being stewards of our time, our talent, our treasure. It's and being managers of our schedules and our skills and our stuff. You know, so. We're to use all those things, our our time, our skills, and our stuff in ways that the Lord wants and employ Him for His glory. So that's really what we're talking about when we're talking about stewardship. Not not only about um, you know our resources, I mean financial resources, but all the resources that God has given us. Mm-hmm. In the very beginning, in in the book of Genesis, with the creation of of man, um, God, in essence, creates man in His own image. And then says to him, in just using layman's terms now, I'm making you a steward of my creation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're, you're to have dominion over it. You're yeah. to rule it, not as if it, you own it, but you are to rule it as one that has been given authority from me over my creation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Psalm 8 kind of comes back to those themes. Mm-hmm. Um and so we've never really lost this idea that the earth and everything in it belongs to God. However, he has entrusted man with the stewarding of this world. Um, and those of us that have been recreated in Christ um, have in many ways been reinstated to our role, rightful role, as a steward um, and specifically stewards of the work of new creation. Um, mm. And so I think that theme is is throughout, um, and we can unpack it in a lot of different ways, but 
Well, in terms of in terms of you know what it's corresponded to, you know, I mean, what what is this fixing? If we're as as stewards, what it, what is it that we're doing that's um, you know somehow redeeming uh, has a redeeming quality to it? And when we look at what sin does to us, sin makes us selfish and wasteful with all the things that we have mm-hmm. and all the things that we are. And so stewardship is is bringing the gospel to, you know, um, our selfishness and our wastefulness. That's right. Yep. I guess maybe one of the things I'd, I'd want to say, um, I remember when I first came into re- Reformed theology 10, 12, whatever years ago, and um, the pastor of the time, actually, he, he's ministering at your church, Jonathan, uh, Matt Marino. Mm-hmm. Uh, he preached a sermon on 1 Corinthians 10.31, where it says, whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, do all for the glory of God. And his big idea for that message was essentially, all of life is either worship or idolatry. And I thought that was such a radical statement, because his, his, as he unpacked it, what he essentially said was, there's no neutral ground in the Christian life. There's not one part of it where we say, well, this part's mine, and this part over here is God's. Everything that we touch, everything that we think about, everything that we act upon in our lives, we are a steward over. There's nothing that escapes um, God's ownership. Um, and I just, I, I know that we've already kind of said that a little bit, but I just, you know, for me, that was a radical idea. So like applied right away. So I'm a steward of my children. What does that mean? Well, that means when they break God's law in some way in my home, that I don't have the option to just let it go and act like that didn't happen. And nor do I have the option to discipline them in any way that I would choose to discipline them. When I discipline them, I have to discipline them as a steward, which means I have to tell them why they're being disciplined, and I have to give them you know, God's word and, and, and hopefully the gospel in that context. Paul would say in Ephesians that we bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. That's right. Mm-hmm. Not of our own wisdom and means and thoughts. It's, it's We're doing it because they belong to God. Right. And that's just one example. Yep. It's it's what you said, Jonathan. It's bringing the gospel to every single situation. There's nothing that escapes it. Mm-hmm. Not our finances, not our vacations. Um, one of the things that I, I get discouraged about during, and maybe this is just me, brothers, but in the summertime, I love vacations just as anybody as much as anybody else. But it seems that our churches empty out <laughs> in the summer because everybody's gone. Now, if you're out of town, great. Go to worship somewhere. Why? Because you are a steward of your family and your own soul, and God would require that he, you would worship with Him. Now, if you're in town, great. Don't 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 stop coming to church because it's the summer. That's that's showing that you're you're not being faithful as a steward. Again, just an example. But mm-hmm. the point is, is that there's no part of our life that doesn't belong to God. In I'm sorry, you can tell that I've been in a Bible study in the book of Ephesians lately. But in in Ephesians 5, in the beginning of 6, Paul breaks down basically the components of your relationships of your life. Husbands and wives, children and parents, slave master, which is really just employer-employee. And what Mm -hmm. does he do in all three of them? He connects it back to being in Christ. That how you interact as a marriage couple is in direct response to your relationship with Jesus Christ. You're, yeah. you're stewarding, if you will, Christ in that relationship. Yeah. Same is true parent-child, same is true with a worker and an employer. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the idea is that we're not our own, that we belong to Christ, and Christ determines our use of who we are in Mm -hmm. every aspect of our life. Let me just add one more category, Uh, our citizenship. We talked about this a little bit with Christian Mm -hmm. patriotism. Mm -hmm. Uh, The way that you engage in politics to whatever degree you should be informed by the word of God because you are a steward as a citizen. Mm-hmm. That part of your life is not this independent part where you can just yeah. choose to to be political in whatever way or in no way that, that you would want. Being a steward of our time, talent, and treasures is not just something that automatically comes to us uh, when we have been blessed with the Holy Spirit coming into our life. We have the gospel. These are disciplines that we have to work through because there's always something something out there that's going to clamor for our resources. So there's always something that asks for our time, talent, and treasure. And without a, a, a sense of stewardship, without a sense of discipline, you know, we may be giving our best to the places that aren't um, helpful to us. You know, oftentimes, you know, even as a pastor, I have to say to myself, is is this goal achieving or tension relieving? Am I doing this just to relieve uh, a pressure uh, or am I actually achieving something with this? Am I using uh, my time and resources for the best thing? So we're, circumstances are always going to challenge us uh, with the feelings of the moment, um, and that's going to result in certain inconsistencies. And so that's why there, we need to give attention to uh, this matter of, of stewardship. It's not, just not something that's unnatural to us, as we say. This is, you know, sin always marks us with selfishness and wastefulness. So mm. this is where we have to give our attention to. Yeah day to by day yeah i think of of all the the topics we've addressed this week i think most christians when you mention bible study when you mention prayer worship service um those are all pretty self-evident um easy cells but if there's one thing that really puts a finger on our day and age and our and our true lack it is i think in this this realm of of stewardship, we're using our time. Just to take an example, um, when you look at how much time we spend with things that, frankly, are they're they're utterly meaningless. We, you know, we're entertaining ourselves to death. We're amusing ourselves to death. We devote so much time to things that have nothing to do with the kingdom. Mm-hmm. We are communicating loudly to ourselves and to our God, that we we are sovereign, we own our time, uh, and and we give him the scraps. And, and I'm personally guilty of this myself. I'm, I'm preaching to myself. This is something that, um, that uh, we need the grace of God. We need to bring the word to bear as we've been talking on this subject. But I, I think this one really steps on a lot of toes. Well, the things that we're talking about here all this past week are all interrelated. You know, stewardship of our time is actually going to make available to us the Bible study of God's Word Mm. and prayer and even the Lord's Day and the ability to use our gifts to serve one another. You know, in fact, this matter of stewardship with regard to our time and our treasure is probably... Uh, you know, going to undergird those other things. We can't have one without the other. All these things are going to fit together. It's a, it, you know, in one sense, this is a remarkable 
a list of five because you can see how they all blend together and contribute mm-hmm. to the health of each discipline that we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. As Jonathan mentioned before, it's so easy um, to think that once you become a Christian, all of these things just kind of are easy or disappear. The, the, the difficulty is that our our hearts still have so much sin within it. We're still so inwardly focused, and so it, it's a constant battle to, to put to death the old man and, and to live in the new life that we now possess in Christ. And one of the things is this this constant struggle of saying, all that I have belongs to God, and I need his wisdom to help me understand um, my own heart, my own idols, my own covetousness, when I'm trying to hold on to things that I'm to, to hang on to loosely because God wants to have them and use them in his service. And so it is a constant struggle. Um, it is a constant, as Paul was saying, we, we need to preach the gospel to ourselves on a daily basis to say, how can I let go of some of these things that I'm holding on to so tightly? And re- just remember, no, these are God's. Mm-hmm. And he's entrusted me with something, and I want to use them for his glory. And, 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 and that's gives, not easy. But he does give us the greatest motive. When right. we use things for God's glory, when we actually come to that point where we can say, you know, I belong to my fa- I belong, I belong to my faithful Savior, Jesus Christ, both body and soul, both in life and death. That's what real joy is. Mm-hmm. We, 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 tend to believe, we tend to think that, well, if I get to pursue my own selfish ends or my own ends, then, then that's where the joy is at. That's not where the joy is at. It's not as if God is holding out us and he doesn't want us to be happy. He wants us to be infinitely happy, and the only way that we can be is in Him, serving Him, steward everything for Him. Well, you've been listening to the Gospel for Life. Please visit our website, ReformationBoise.com. You can register for our upcoming conference, September 17th and 18th. It is on the topic of worship. Two great speakers, Dr. Terry Johnson, Dr. Robert Godfrey. You're not going to want to miss it. We'll see you next time. 